Hello everybody, welcome back to Things You Can't Ask Your Mum. I'm Lizzie. And I'm Lindsay. And we are here with sex part two. So if you missed part one, then go listen to it. Definitely go listen to it. (laughs) And we seeded loads of little juicy bits that are coming up in this one too. Lots of little foreshadowing for what we're going to talk about here. (laughs) (laughs) Because we've got some more amazing questions and yeah, we just laughed our way through the last one. It was so good. Should we jump straight in? Yeah, let's go. Let's talk about sex in new relationships. And how long to leave it before you have sex. Yes. When's, when you meet someone new. When's the perfect time? Is there a formula? Ooh. No. No. <laughs> Unfortunately, we haven't no. worked out a formula. <laughs> but we are here, so you are an experience of this. We are. I yeah. would say that, I mean, I've talked a little bit throughout, actually, a lot of these episodes that we've done in this series about my sexual history and the way I feel about sex and men and my own body. Yeah. And for me, if you want to have sex on a first date, then that is absolutely fine in your prerogative. Where it started to fall down for me (laughs) (laughs) was realizing that it's okay for me to want to have sex and me to have sex. But if I was looking for something that wasn't just sex with one of these men, I was like massively in lust and really could see something mm-hmm. going somewhere with them. Mm-hmm. They would be put off by jumping into bed with me the first couple of dates. Yeah. Because to them, for whatever twisted, stupid reason, that means that I'm not girlfriend material. Yeah, yeah. And as weird and as sad as that is, unfortunately, society makes us feel that way that like, you know, I hate this word with a passion, but you're a slag if you sleep with someone on the first date. Yeah. It's disgusting it and is. it's fucking untrue. It is so Like, untrue. it's not. You, it's your body and it's your needs. Yeah. And sex is sex. It doesn't mean... You're not being paid for sex. No. Come on. I yeah. mean, like, <laughs> Jesus. You want to do it. It's a mutual thing. It's an amazing thing when it's good. Yeah. So just live and let live, mate, with yeah. it. You can't, you can't go go through life wo- worrying about what other people will think. Yeah. However, men need some more time to catch up with us. Mm-hmm. And for me, with a f- you know, I've had a few encounters where it has been like we've we've slept together really quickly, maybe on the first date. Yeah. And then it's all fizzled off because ugh, people always say this as well. They've got what they want out of you. Mm-hmm. Like they've made you feel great all night. That's why you're feeling quite maybe horny and want yeah, to go back yeah. with them. Yeah. You've had this amazing connection. And then the only real logical next step is sex because you're both yeah. like, oh my God, you're like, we need to do this now. Yes. Um, and then it fizzles off because ultimately they know exactly what you've got to offer. Yeah. Well, what they think. There's no mystery left, no, as it were. that's it. And it's shit that we it have is. to play this little game. I was going to say, that's what's so awful because it's like sex is a pawn in a game yeah. when it's a basic human need and we should be able to explore that as much as they can without consequences of thinking that gives off a certain message. Yeah. It's going to have a certain consequence in how interested they are. Yeah. But these are all stereotypes which are there for a reason in terms of the way yeah. we often get more emotionally dick sand basically uh, is what yeah. i'm referring to dick sand <laughs> emotionally uh, just dick sand oh and it's such a thing isn't it, it is. oh it, it so is. is really is oh god i've been trapped in so much dick sand in my life <laughs> it's a wonder i can breathe have you ever had a relationship that oh i actually know the answer to this where you waited a bit oh you yeah. Have, yeah 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 and did it make a difference no because <laughs> i haven't Anything that I've had start has always sort of started with sex, I have to say. Yeah. And then it's happened to have carried on from there. Yeah, see, 
Uh, yeah, I did wait a little bit. And with my ex-boyfriend who I lived with before James, who's yeah. a sweetheart, we, he made me wait because I was like, oh, for Christ's sake, come on. Yeah. And he made me wait. And that was fine. That was great. And it was no problem. And it was amazing when it happened. But then it didn't make a difference because for that relationship in particular, he was the one that was all in and yes. he knew he was all in straight and away. And that's why he was making me wait, obviously. And that's why he was making me wait because yeah. he was like, I know I'm all in here, so let's just... Let's yeah, just yeah. let's just date, 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 and then we'll, we'll have sex when we're ready. And I was like, I'm ready. I'm ready from the now. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, but like like I said, I think in the dating one with James and I, we had said on the date specifically that night on our first date, yeah. look, let's try something new because we're both creatures of habit, and we mainly would go and sleep with the person on the first date uh, if it, if we were feeling it. Yeah. Not always. Um, and we quite obviously wanted to together that night and we said, no, let's not, let's try something different because obviously it's not worked for us in the past. Yeah. But we still couldn't manage it. But then look where we are now. So I just yeah. think there's no rhyme or reason, but men have this really backwards 1950s thought <laughs> process about the whole thing. Yeah. And it's just not true. No, no. But it is, unfortunately, there's truth in it in the sense that it can make a man lose interest. Yeah. If you... Yeah. Have it on the first date, which is what's unfair about it because everyone should be able to yeah. explore things at the, at the time that feels right for them. Yeah, absolutely. And you, you're doing it as a mutual decision. You both want to, you both want it. So then more often than not, we as women come away, come away from that feeling a little bit more connected to this yeah, person yeah. because, you know, you, your hormones are riding yeah. and you, you've had a really great time and it's nice and you're like, oh, I've, I've learned a bit more about this person and I know their body a bit more. Yeah. They come away thinking like... Wham bam, thank you, ma'am. Yeah, that's another one on the on the yeah. notch on the belt. Blow and your load and hit the road. Yeah, blow your load and hit the road, Elizabeth. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, it is awful, though. Yeah, it, is it is awful. And it's shit that it's that way. But again, it's stereotypical society it pressure and everything. Yeah, yeah. But honestly, we need to rebel against it. And the, you know, if you're on this first date and they're like, we're going back and be like, nah. Do you know what? I want to have sex with you, but I know that you're gonna fuck off after this. Yeah, so yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll see you next week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then just go off radar for a week. <laughs> but then there is no right or wrong way with it. No, not like, at all. You can have something good come from, you know, letting it go on the first day yeah. or whatever. It's yeah. just so depends on where that man at, is at in their yeah. life, I think, as well. Like, yeah. ultimately, if they're in a place where they want to shag about, whether you make them wait or not, they're probably still going to be in that frame of mind. Yeah, and no, if they're yeah. not getting off you, they might go find it off someone else. And yeah. women can be like this as well. Yeah, I don't want to just say this is men. No. But it's often about, like, two people... For you and James, yeah. like, two people at a certain frame of mind at yeah, a time in, in the their right life. headspace yeah. for carrying it on yeah. and making it into something. Yeah, absolutely. There's so many, like variants to it i suppose yeah for sure do you think there's a certain amount of time you should wait between relationships between sexual, sexual partners? partners yeah um no i wouldn't say so just feel what feels right yeah you just got like yeah you just got to do what you've got to do as long as like we said before that you're safe and you're looking after your own sexual health yeah. then i don't see a problem with it at all I mean, either. Like at all. I think it can feel daunting after a long-term relationship. Absolutely, to jump into bed with somebody else and be like, I don't yeah. know your body, you don't yes. know mine, this is really quite yeah. strange. But that's going to be daunting if you do it a week after, a month after, a year after, it will, however yeah. long. Yeah. So you've just got, to, it'll be more the person, I think, than the yeah. timing. It'll be a person where you're like, this I've, feels comfortable. That's it, the comfortable thing. Yes. Like, I feel comfortable 
being naked in front of you. I know that you're gonna make me feel good and yeah, this is gonna yeah. be a nice experience. Yeah, and often after a long-term relationship, it will also be tied up in a huge amount of excitement that yeah. you lose towards the end of a long-term relationship yeah. because it's just not a new person no. and that's completely normal and there's and still so much to be said about sex in a long-term relationship. Yeah. But you are like so caught up in somebody new. Yeah. And if it feels right and comfortable, definitely just go with it. Absolutely. Definitely. The butterflies, the lust, the yeah. like, oh God, yeah. how turned on someone can make you feel after yes. having something that's been, you know, a long-term relationship and ultimately it's not worked out. Yeah. And you've got this new lease of life oh, and you yeah. it's a really nice thing to feel sexually wanted and confident. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, you need to find a man who makes you feel like that. Definitely. And then go with it and don't worry about how soon it is it or is. isn't. No, not at all. I wouldn't say that is a worry at all. And don't beat yourself up if you, you know, could be the same day if you really yes, want. Yeah. Just and go I with think it. They're, they're, we'd never say that something's right or wrong to do. But no. I think after a long-term relationship is when you're most vulnerable. Definitely. Yes. So that's maybe the time to be the most careful about who you pick as a new sexual partner. Yeah. In terms of if you want that to be a one-night stand because you want to get... I don't, I don't want to use the phrase get it over with, but if you feel nervous about have, being with somebody new. Yeah, and that's so what you, you need. Yeah, so you just then, want to tick it off and get it done and say you've done it. Yeah. Then follow that instinct, but I I didn't do it that way. No. I don't think you did after your... No, it took me a... Well, took me about a month. But, it's yeah. so, but with somebody who you felt like you had more of a connection with. Yeah, it was, yeah. yeah. Somebody who was a lovely person. Yeah, and yeah. it does make it slightly less daunting. Yeah. Whereas... It's just because you're a bit more vulnerable at that point, I think. Yeah. And you've just been through so much. It is, yeah. So and you've just got to look after yourself. You really do. And it's all got to come from you. And it's your decision. It's your body. Yeah. Don't feel pressure from anyone or anything to do anything. Yeah. Anything other than that. Absolutely. But it can just be so exciting. So yeah, just go with so it. so good. And make the most. Yeah. Enjoy it. Something that definitely is relevant to long-term relationships and sex is the libido. Oh, yeah. I would say. Oh. Differing libidos, ups and downs. Yeah. I think we've both got relatively high sex drive, I can say. I would say. say that that's appropriate. <laughs> yeah, and I would say that that's correct. <laughs> what affects yours, uh, if anything? Anxiety is a big thing for me. Yeah. Um, so it's it's oh, it's a double-edged sword, really, because I've obviously I've spoken about anxiety in my relationship with that in the past. And like Lizzie and I were saying the other day, I've, for a good year now, I've been actually quite up on it all. Yeah, I've not yeah. really had many bouts of feeling constantly worried or anxious or panicked. Yeah. Um, but when when I was feeling generally just quite anxious every single day and nothing I could do could get rid of it, the last thing I wanted to do was have sex, mm. but I wanted to hide how anxious I was feeling from James because he knew how vulnerable I was feeling. I didn't want him to feel like he couldn't approach me to have sex yes. because I didn't want to take that away from him just because I was having a wobble because once we were into it, you felt I wasn't good. anxious. Yeah. I felt good and it was good. I always felt so, so good after it yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. So... It's kind of one of those weird mindsets where you're like, oh, no, 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 I couldn't possibly, oh, my God, oh, God, I feel yeah. awful. Yeah. And then once you get into it, because it makes you relax, it makes yes. you lose your inhibitions a bit, and you're like, okay, this person is forcing me to enjoy something. Yeah. Like, not forcing, but, no, you know, but yeah, you know yeah. it's here, and I'm, I'm having to enjoy it because it's so nice. Yeah. And this person cares about me, and it's you know it, it's all positive even if initially you were doing it for their needs for them, as opposed yeah. to yours because i was just like oh i don't want this to affect another thing no. because if i'm anxious it can affect so much of our relationship and so much so many other factors surrounding what we do like what i want to eat um yeah. how i feel if i want to go out or not at a weekend and then i don't want it to affect you know 
sex as well and it yeah. you know oh god it's just a, it's a bit of a tricky one it is but yeah that that certainly does lower because that, my confidence goes when i'm anxious out the window yes gone. yeah i know it's hard to imagine <laughs> but yeah gone so i don't want to i don't want to be naked no. i don't want to have yeah. all of that and it's that feeling when you're lying in bed and you just hope the other person falls asleep and yeah. it doesn't try it on with you because yeah. your body is just like, no, I'm not, I don't want I don't this. Want I'm not, to, I need to sleep and yeah. rest. Yeah. yeah, and you just don't want to explore that part of yourself, yeah. essentially. And these are all normal feelings and thoughts and mm-hmm. they're not, you know, it's not to say that it's against your partner and it's not a slant on them and it's not that you don't want to sleep with them because mm-hmm. it's them. This is all about how you feel and yeah. really tuning into what's going to make you feel good. Um, and for me, once I'm into it, it makes me feel really good. Yeah. But the initial thought of having to do that is like another stress, yeah, like another yeah. anxiety thing. Yeah. I'm like, oh God, no, uh, I, don't, I don't think I And you question like why it. you feel that way as well. Yeah. Like, why and then it's like I a cycle. Oh, yeah. So yeah, stress is the biggest thing that gets mine, my, my yeah. libido. Oh. But then really similar to what you were saying about anxiety, it will be, it's when I'm like blind stressed. Yeah. So it'll be affecting every part of my life oh, anyway, yeah. in that sense, so yeah. that it's just another thing. But that would be the only thing that really, when I'm like... Wavers it. Yeah, yeah. And I can get to the point where I couldn't even meet someone in the middle and do, you know, give them some because I can tell yeah. they're in the mood. Yeah. Which, so, I, when we're saying this, is something in me that's like, oh, that doesn't sound right. But I do think that's a part of a long-term relationship. Yeah, of course it of, is. It's like, give and take, isn't it? It is. And it like, really people, is. We both have needs. Yeah. And I can just identify. I, if I'm feeling anxious, I'm not 100% up for a shag. Yeah. But James really might be. So yeah. you just... I just deal with it, get on with it. And I always enjoy it after. Yeah. It's yeah. just, you know, for me in my head, it's not top of my priorities. No. But his life still goes on. I don't yeah. want him to have to wait around forever and a day yeah. because I don't want to go out. I don't want to eat anything and I don't want to have sex. What's, yes. you know, he, I still want him to be happy. And ultimately, like you said, when you're in that headspace, if the people in your life allow, not just your part, like if I allowed you to say, I'm not coming out and cancel all the time when yeah. you're really anxious, you spiral. Of course you do. And you're, you're at home, home festering in that yeah. in that moment. That's Whereas it. you need people around you to say, that you've got to do this. Yeah, pull you out of your comfort zone. Definitely. You know that you'll enjoy it. You know that you'll have a great time. Yeah. Not just yeah. with sex, like you say, for like nights out or yeah. a drink or a dinner out or a breakfast out when all you want to do is like curl up. Yeah. But you know you need to go out. You need to be with people, and you need to do to be doing normal things yes, that make you, yeah. you know make you feel good. Yeah. And sex is like a surefire feel good thing. It isn't really it? is, and it yeah. I feel like you can say whether you agree or disagree with this, yeah. but I learned the most about my libido when I was in a, a long term relationship. Yeah, because when you're single you don't know when you're next getting some, if that makes sense. Oh, so you're yeah. kind of more like taking it as it comes. Yeah. Whereas when you've always got the option to, you know, have a leg over with the person who's in bed with you every night, yeah. you are more aware of how often you want that. Of course you are. So you definitely learn a lot about it then. But you do. Did if you when you were single and you were having big anxious bouts, yeah. did it still affect the way you went about your sex life then? Or not as much? Not as much, no, because um I feel really comfortable and I can be vulnerable with James. Yes. But when you're single you've got this little I had this little wall up of like and this like new hot yeah. person in London. I've got to like make a name for myself in terms of ev- like work and yeah. like I've got to be on the scene and doing that, that and the other. And part of that was like to really get into dating yeah. and g- get myself confidence back. So yeah. yeah, no, it was a bit different for me. Yeah, it can be really hard. Yeah. What do you think if two people were together and they inherently had different sex drives? I think you need to be really open and clear about it with each other uh-huh. because it would be... I think it'd be quite devastating to a relationship if one person is always is you know really high with their sex drive and the other yeah. person's like oh god I really can't think of anything worse I just want to go to sleep yeah. like that's 
that's not the healthiest spot to be in. Yeah. So I would say that you need to explore that a bit more together. You've got to compromise. Yes. And that's also what sex toys are invented for. Yes. So that you can pleasure yourself and yeah. you can look after yourself a couple of times. Well, if you want to do it every day, whatever. Yeah. Sometimes you go through waves, don't you? Of not never doing yeah. it and then always doing it and being like, yeah, oh God, yeah, what was what life like before this well. vibrator? Yeah. Yeah. And then... Um, I think, yeah, you've just got to be transparent about it and you know what you need and that other person knows what they need or don't need. Mm So it's got to be a real compromise and yeah, I think that's all you can really do. I agree. Yeah. And spending time on yourself. Yeah. Like with the sex toy thing, whatever that needs to be keeps your libido ticking along in a different way because it's like a constant reminder of how satisfying that is as well and just to keep a sex drive as part of your life is such a good way to then feed that into your relationship as well yeah for sure for sure it's so 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 important yeah and it makes you identify that maybe your sex drive isn't suffering it's a sexual attraction if that's a point you need to come to to identify the difference between those two absolutely yeah or if it is your sex drive in the sense that like i can't even be bothered yeah turning on a vibrator at the moment yeah and sex drives ebb and flow like we say for all external reasons for stress anxiety lots of different things and you just have to listen to your body and it'll tell you what it wants yeah and just don't try and put too much pressure on it all yeah um and whatever you want to do is fine and is healthy and is the best thing for you yeah and like you know you'll get in bed some nights and you're absolutely shattered you're like oh god we've not had sex for a few days doesn't matter mate yeah. both of you get a good night's sleep the weekend's on its way yeah You've got, you can lie in bed all day if you want yeah it just doesn't matter and it where this weird thing comes in is like if you're in a long-term relationship of saying oh how many times a week do you have sex what a weird question to ask somebody yeah because it changes yeah. it should change it should all the change time all the time and like people you know you go through weeks where it's like it's every day and you're like how am i managing this yeah and then you might not do it for two weeks yeah. because you're both busy or you're both shattered or you're watching a film or you've been out or yeah there's no hard and fast rule you just do whatever makes you happy and do not feel pressured again by anybody asking those weird personal questions i mean obviously it's a very personal (laughs) podcast but for you know somebody that you don't know very well or someone that you do know very well to ask you those questions it's just just a bit odd yeah unless you are feeling in a place where you want to talk about it because yeah if you want to offer it up that'll be because you know something's wrong because yeah. you think i need i need to hire someone else's experience yeah what about you because this is happening to me yeah yeah, yeah. and you're always going to be met with oh yeah i've been through a phase like that yeah of course you are For sure because yeah. everyone experiences it in so many different ways yeah. like hormones as well those alone can send you up the wall oh absolutely yeah uh, yeah contraception that can change it as yeah. well yeah. yeah it really can i actually yeah i had a thing with that recently where oh yeah you did i went on to the mini pill to try and sort my periods out because they'd been really heavy really um, um there was like maybe a week in between them and they were painful and i was like this is not okay mm. so i went to the doctors and they were like right let's put you on the mini pill and it was great i didn't have a period no no pain no nothing it was absolutely wonderful except that sex was the absolute last thing on my mind ever i literally i didn't i didn't open my drawers my vibrators or anything i didn't want to like jump on james none of that and it only james didn't notice because i only let it go on for a couple of weeks yeah because i've got such a high sex drive i noticed it straight away and i said to you and i was like something's going on here with my sex drive i was like i don't know what it is and honestly once i'd come off that pill back to normal normal. and it's just so strange Mm. so strange yeah well it goes back to what we were saying in the previous episode of just how much you don't know your own body in terms of that because hormones are masking certain feelings or changing certain feelings Um, I've got another question. Sorry, I'm like 20 no, questions go, go. today. Talking about periods, yeah. sex on your period, is that something that you do? I'm well up for that. Yeah, I am. But Sometimes it feels really different and nice. Yeah, it does. And um, for me, because 
without like being too I mean can we be too graphic on this podcast you are you've really crossed yeah, every boundary gosh, sorry everyone <laughs> the, you are quite swollen inside yeah. which makes for a tighter space yeah. and things easier to reach i.e. g-spot or whatever it yeah, is that yeah. you're trying to reach yeah and I think it just oh god it just feels so much more intense for me yeah um but and uh, I understand it's not for everybody no. there's a lot of towel laying down yeah. and like washing up after a lot of men don't like seeing blood on their dicks yes so yeah. there's it always that your it feels depends about. yeah on yeah. your other half as well but you know fill your boots i think so too. yeah and it's, it's not it's not dirty it's nothing you know any of the things that people tell tell you about it that are negative and wrong again it's your prerogative it's your body if yeah. you want to have sex in your period have sex on your yeah. period yeah it does feel good yeah <laughs> and if it's something that you've never tried before but you think your partner will be up for it then i'd say try it yeah it ask. does feel different it does and when you've been with someone for a long time and you've had a lot of sex with that person yeah anything that makes it feel different in some way is worth exploring i would say yeah because sure. you're like oh this is nice this yeah. is unexpected yeah and when you've got to that point where you know someone inside out and yeah. you like know how to get them off straight away they know how to get you yeah. off it's you just like clockwork because of how intimately you know each other yeah for sure small things like that it's such a good way to just try something different yeah. if you're comfortable with it as everything we've said in this it's yeah. a personal experience but and I think sometimes like I used to really enjoy it when my periods were lighter yeah. but now they are like hell hath no fury like my periods <laughs> it is gallons a day so there's no way like for me I, I don't enjoy much. it because it's just oh god it's just with that for want of a better phrase a bloodbath <laughs> it is not it's not okay like no no amount of towels can save me so for me it's you know it's not the greatest now but yeah if you've got like you know lower to medium flow slip and slide it slip and slide yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh god surprise surprise i've got yet another question oh here we go (laughs) this is a personal thing as well i ask questions all the time like in our friendship when we go on flights anywhere long haul uh we play we i say we play play. a game lizzie plays a game with me that's called 20 questions and as you can imagine she asked me 20 questions and i have to answer them all it normally passes a good few hours it really does if i do say so myself i'm brilliant at asking she is good she's good at a question and actually this is not my own question this is one that someone else someone else has asked us yeah sex in the back door question mark yes well (laughs) Okay, so for me, yes. Yeah. I'll take you back. Okay, so. Uh, the, the first, I'll take you back. Oh God, I'll take you back. So the first time it happened for me, I was with a considerably more experienced partner than myself. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to try it. He had a sizable cock. Oh, no. And it was... Um, not the best experience for me we kept trying kept trying and i you know part of you in a relationship or in a when you're seeing somebody you you want to do it because you know it's making them happy as well and i'm like no i'll push through it if he wants to do it and he says it's good like it's got to be good like i've got to get to a point where this is going to feel nice half jesus fucking christ it oh no just wasn't and when we did do it it meant that i couldn't poop for a few days oh my god it was it was yeah really weird not enjoyable experience for the first time so i left that well alone for a while and did you leave that thinking you would never never wanted to do it again well no because experience. i yeah i just with him yes but maybe again in the future if i met yeah. somebody else with a smaller, smaller willy yeah so enter the smaller willy somebody that <laughs> me and my friends dubbed pencil dick oh my gosh <laughs> did you not go through uni well i suppose lots of women will have gone through uni and you give names to boys you've met so especially with my friendship group we'd be like oh bus stop boy 
like if you yeah. met him at a bus stop or yeah. like you know pencil dick yeah and you know exactly and we didn't use their names Always. and i'm sure that this is the same for men calling women this yes. it was never anything disrespectful it was just the thing that we either, how we yeah. met them or whatever yeah. it was or like double shot boy or you know like we bought you a double shot like just <laughs> things like that and you just that's yeah. how we like got through uni so pencil dick. anyway so pencil dick so pencil dick lived in my uni halls um, and we, uh, that was not a euphemism. Everyone's pissing themselves in the studio here. That was not a euphemism. Um, so he lived in my uni halls and uh, we got together and like we had like normal sex life, great. And then we tried backdoor sex. Yeah. And he had quite a long, thin penis. I would never have guessed with the name Pencil Dick. <laughs> Which, lo and behold, was a perfect fit. Oh, lovely. So what a moment. What a match made in heaven. I know. So there started my my career in anal sex that I actually Why are you laughing because I said anal sex? Career. Career. Oh god. Lindsay Holland, blogger. Oh god. Physiotherapist. Expert in anal sex. You said it, not me. Career. Oh, God. Right. So, anyway, so began my journey into <laughs> anal sex and his journey into my anus. And... Oh. <laughs> I can't. And, anyway, I really started to enjoy it because it wasn't absolutely killing me. Yeah. And we were sensible enough to get some lube and I started to really enjoy it. Yeah. And it wasn't impacting on my bowel function either because yeah. it was a decent fit pencil so that was fine a pencil yeah like a pencil and a shaver and um so that was fine and then yeah I've, I've like I've you know I've explored it with my sexual partners along the way and I've I mainly really enjoy it mm-hmm. it just always always takes a little bit to get to that point it's always painful when it's when you first start yeah it just takes a while but I really do enjoy the way it feels mm-hmm. and um it's a good option for period sex. Yes. Because it still feels really intense because you're on your period. Yeah, yeah. But it's, you know, it's a different sensation altogether and it and it is good. I really do enjoy it. Yeah. Um, but again, it's got to be the right fit and you've got to, the, the person, the boy has really got to be considerate here and take it so slow and easy. And with anyone that I've ever done it with, I've got one hand on their leg so I can yeah, either yeah. shove them off or give them a pinch if it's, yeah, if, too if much. they get too, because they get carried away because it's such a tight area yeah, yeah, yeah. that oh it feels God. amazing to them. Yeah. So they they, yeah. they want to go at it like they would go in your vagina. Yeah. No. Not an option, mate. Not no. an option. So it's got to be so, so steady. But once there is lubricant involved, like I feel like that it, it's a it's a really great yeah. way to explore yeah. sexual sexuality. Definitely. Um yeah. I think there's more scope for embarrassing stories with it, probably, as well. People don't really talk about that much. No. And there's more obvious ones with anal sex, obviously, yeah. as uh, well. What's your but stance on anal sex before we carry on here? Sorry. You've just segued into something else before you've given me opportunity <laughs> to put you in the spotlight. She's got a real good habit I of this. I do, yeah. Really good at deflecting everything. You are such a bugger. <laughs> Look at her now. Right. I have tried it before. Yeah. And have enjoyed it. But haven't, it's always been like a more drunken, let's give it a go. And yeah. it's only been with one partner okay. that I've tried it before with. And yeah, I wouldn't, wouldn't say, it's not like, oh, I really hope I get to do that with every no. sexual partner going forward. No. I don't feel like that. No. But equally, I'm not like, oh, I would never try it again. No. And it is the lesser used. Orifice. <laughs> yeah, orifice. Orifice. <laughs> it's um yeah so like normal sex we know that feels amazing yeah it's yeah. not hard work it's great we yeah. can get there 
yeah. But with anal sex, like you say, like it is a more drunken thing because you're more relaxed. Yes. Or there's a conversation that happens usually like i'm gonna you yeah. know go up there you have to be comfortable with the person yeah of course definitely for it's sure, a big I'd thing say. yeah it is a big thing and i don't think it's something that you if it's one of those things that when you're hearing us talk about it you're cringing and you're on the ceiling then yeah. don't feel like you have to try oh, it no. it's a, it's their own. it is a really different thing yeah and but then like with most things to say you've been able to try it and say yes or no to it yeah is, then you know what you, yeah know what you, you want. know what you like yeah. for sure which goes back to everything we were saying about knowing what you like in sex yeah when you're gonna have the best sex yeah and if that is something that you always want to try and incorporate with people when you're comfortable with it, yeah. then you've got to have tried it to have known it. Yeah. But don't feel like you must try it. No, 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 it's definitely no, definitely no. not for everyone. No, it's not. Definitely not. You could always start with a finger, see how you feel. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a, a tiny little handy trick. Tip. Handy trick. Handy trick. Jesus. Tip. Oh, oh dear. dear. Right. <sighs> so, um, I suppose... stories, but not anal sex ones. Right, embarrassing stories, not in our sex. Let's one. end with this. Right, you can go first. Have you thought of one? No, I don't really. Oh, Lizzie. She keeps doing this to I me, know, everyone. I know, I just, I'm think, I am thinking. Okay, you think, I'll tell mine then. Yeah, yours might trigger a memory. Okay. I've once, the only experience. I I feel like anything I've, that I've had that's embarrassing has, hasn't been embarrassing because it's just been funny. Okay, well, that's okay. We'll start with that. Mine's not an embarrassing. Mine's yeah. just funny as well. Because so embarrassing maybe would imply that you're not that you fully don't comfortable feel good. with something. Yeah, no, yeah. it's not that. It would be, yeah, I don't think, well, let's rebrand it. Funny, funny. stories. Yeah, from yeah. funny sex stories. Yeah. Okay, so um, one of mine um, is one of the most memorable ones. I went to visit my best pal Laura in Leeds at uni. Yeah. Um, and I'd been on a date with this lad who was down there, absolute sweetheart. Um, and then he'd come to meet us at the end of a night out the, a couple of weeks later, once I went down again. Yeah. Um, and we were both drunk. It was the end of the night. And we went home to his together. So we were, we were like, we had had far too much to drink to make this work. We'd not slept together before. So we get into his house. Um... First problem is, he can not get it up. We've not talked about that as a thing, actually. No. But but that's, that's embarrassing for men, I, I think, is a stigma. It can, yeah, it's a stigma. There's a huge stigma yeah. around it. Yeah. But because this was alcohol-induced, yeah, like, yeah. N- no one was bothered, fussed, whatever. It's just what the way it is. It's more frustrating than anything, because you're like, oh, come on. Yes. Um, so couldn't get it up at all. So we were trying, trying, trying. We had another floppy sausage in the mouth situation oh because it's the only way that you can try and like spring some life into it and you know messing about with it it still wasn't working anyway somehow we got it working to a point where it was easy enough to like get okay, inside yeah. yeah so we're at it and then all of a sudden he stops and i'm like what's up and he jumps off me over me stark bollock naked the last thing that I can see is him basically leaping through the air and his bollocks dangling below <laughs> and he's off to the loo. So I've got, I've jumped up, gone after him naked as well. He is spewing his guts up like I've never seen before, over the toilet, round the toilet, in the toilet, naked. I'm also naked, stood in the doorway trying to rub his back, bearing in mind I've met him twice. <laughs> What I didn't realise is that he's got seven other housemates. <gasps> seven? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my god. He lived gosh. in a huge old house in Leeds. Eight of them. <laughs> who, who is then? Who is then gathering at the door All and the around housemates. him and around me? <laughs> cheering him, patting him on the back. I'm stood there, so Snackers. naked. I've got the bath mat from the floor. I've got it up. <laughs> 
over the front of me, trying to cover myself. And I was just like, I can't believe what's happening here. I've come back for some nice drunk sex. He couldn't get it up. He's now throwing up. I've never seen anyone more naked or vomiting in a way that he is. And now I've got seven of his mates as an audience. And they're just ripping him because he's not been able to do the deed, obviously, because he's now got his head in the toilet. And then he came back to bed and we just went to sleep. And he dropped me back off at Laura's in the morning. And uh, Laura's like, well... And he was like, I'll let Lindsay tell you. And we were both just hysteric. Like, we were hysterics. Oh, my gosh. It was one of the most ridiculous, funny scenarios I've ever been in, in a sexual encounter. I was just like, how is this happening? And honestly, I'll never be able to get out the image of him jumping off the bed into a full lunge. Like, it was like he'd done a box split in the air, tackle, dangling below, couldn't get to the bathroom quick enough. It was just, honestly. But he these just, things just happen. Oh, my God. He'll have had that process of, all that, I'm not going to be sick. I feel sick, but I'm not going to be sick. It's yeah, going to be fine. I'm yeah, not going to be, be fine. sick. And yeah. then that moment when you're like, oh, I've got to go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was just too much for him, poor lad. That's brilliant. Yeah, so oh. now lots of leads have seen me in my nuddy. <laughs> okay, so I have given you one of my embarrassing stories. You've bad all. I have, and I know that you've got one in your locker. Just, I, not as many as you, though. No, this but I know that you've got one. One, just one. You know that one that I want? The one. Um. Oh, God. I was, this was <laughs> happened at the flat that I used to live in, and I was once just in, in the throes of a moment with a man, and I think it, I think we were, oh, God, I think we were going at it on the dining room table at the time, which was... <laughs> quite close to the door of the flat and my neighbour knocked on the door and asked if we wanted to make it a threesome I oh I, I just absolutely didn't know where to put myself because aside from the fact that the door went and like my flat had a buzzer for the main door so someone knocked on the door so I was like who what what's happening so that just puts you off anyway yeah so quickly I had to sort of get changed as much as I could and open the door and he just went Do you fancy making this a threesome guys I was Oh my, it was oh, awful. my God. And I saw him a few times After. since. Yeah, I just like, had to walk past him a few times up the stairs and I was like, morning. Oh, oh my oh. God. The brass neck of the kid. I know. Imagine if you'd said yes though. What a different conversation we'd be having now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's the only one up my sleeve really. Love that one. It's oh, my favourite one. It is quite a good one. So sexual encounters can come in all shapes and sizes and whether it's a one night stand, whether it's third, fourth date, whatever it is, these situations are so fun and funny and make you develop and grow in your sexuality and you should never see them as an embarrassing thing and you might both be a little bit sheepish about what's happening at the time but it's nothing to be embarrassed of and you've taught me that so much because we've had like different experiences that we've really explored throughout this series of the podcast yeah through our relationships you've had like you've dated more been single for well no I've probably been single for longer than you have but just had different experiences through that yeah and I don't always have stories like that but hearing yours and how much you embrace them and how much it is just something to laugh about and it's another experience that isn't doesn't want to make you shy away from any future experiences whatever they might be is that I've learned so much from hearing those stories from you definitely because everyone's experiences are different and like they just make me laugh when you tell them because you're so unfazed yeah, just, by stuff like that, which yeah. is, which then means if something like that ever happened to me, I would not be fazed by it either. Yeah, oh, like, that's oh, good. Could text Lynn's after yeah. you won't She'll believe what happened. It. Well, you will. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like something out of my life. Um, yeah, literally, you've just got to 
really embrace all your experiences um and just yeah be really confident in yourself and you know whoever your partner is they'll be feeling it too so make light of it have a laugh about it and just enjoy sex and find what you need to do to enjoy sex yep and keep it as much of a loving enjoyable happy fun yeah part of your life yeah as you can because it's such a big part of our lives yeah and it's such an amazing part of our lives like the connection that you get from it and the intimacy yeah everything is just so incredible and to enjoy it as much as you can and not be prudish about it in any way yeah which i think we've definitely proven we may have just smashed the wall down on that it's just so good just so i love sex anyway so do you <laughs> you, heard, you heard it here first elizabeth hadfield i love sex i do and that is the boundary that we're pushing with lizzie <laughs> I talked about floppy sausages and she's just telling everyone that she loves sex. I've never had a floppy sausage in my mouth. I don't know what to tell you. Well, that means you're doing something right then. (laughs) (laughs) Let's definitely end on the high of that. (laughs) That does conclude series one. Oh, I can't believe it's the end of this series. I know, it's been so good. What a laugh we have had. We've loved every second and we really hope that you've enjoyed listening along with us. We have got a series two in the pipeline, so you shan't be without us for very long. No, more stories like that. Yeah. Stop thinking of him, Lynn. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> got to get some written down in my locker. Yeah. Um, but yes, thank you so very much. We have yeah. loved it, like we say, and we're, we're so excited to come back for season two. Yeah. Um, and yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. And I hope it's been beneficial for you all. For, like, I hope you've laughed, yeah. maybe cried, and just felt like we have been sharing stories that make you open up maybe if you didn't have friendships or relationships where you felt like you could broach those topics yeah for sure you, it's so good to talk about these things but yeah. still if you don't feel like you can just maybe hearing our experiences will have made you feel more comforted in whichever aspect has resonated with you most yeah from this podcast absolutely and so we'll say goodbye for a little while. We We're so love sad. You and leave you. Yeah. <laughs> but if you've really enjoyed our podcast, you can review, rate, and subscribe on the Entail app. Um, so you can catch us anytime, re-listen, and also wait for our second series. Yeah. And our Instagrams will also be linked below in the Entail app because we do actually look like very put together, glamorous <laughs> humans, despite these stories. <laughs> I promise you. So go check that out. Come and see us. Come and see us on another platform. Yeah. Oh well, thank you so much again and we'll see you very soon thank you